studio with Morrisville Town Councilman Steve Rao, as I typically am, 3 to 4 on a Friday. It's a good reminder that it's Friday when Steve Rao's in the studio. It's always a good day. That's every day, but I love it. It's fun. Some uh, some news coming out of the development with Apple in the area, which is obviously a big deal if Apple is going to be here. Yeah, I mean, there's been some news about uh, some construction permits being issued uh, uh, regarding stormwater and other things. But I think, Nate, you know, I was asked yesterday by WRL, I, I didn't go on, uh, but they were you know, talking to me about, you know, what would, how would this impact um, Morrisville, Cary area? And, you know, when you go look back at it, this is a big deal economically. I mean, uh, you know, over $300 million of incentives, 3,000 jobs. Uh, the thing that highlighted to me, that jumped out to me, there had been talk about, and we just talked about schools, $100 million for schools, $110 million for transportation. So that's important. Affordable housing may be important. You know, as we grow, you know, the mayor of Austin, Steve Adler, had said when they recruited Apple to Austin, having enough housing, lowering that price of housing. Uh, you know, innovation comes to mind. A lot of these jobs are in AI. We've talked about Morseville, Smart City, Carrie's doing innovative stuff. I mean, you know, could they mentor other entrepreneurs? Could they start incubators themselves? Could they invest in startups to grow jobs? Uh, I just think it's a game changer. And over the last, you know, few years, we've seen a significant amount of investment uh, in Morseville, Life Sciences, the $1.3 billion Life Science Campus, Invitae, which took over the Outlet Mall, um, Microsoft, which is before COVID. Uh, and we've got 10% of all public companies in Morrisville, but even in Cary. Cary's got big companies. Uh, Raleigh has big companies with Pendo. Uh, I mean, uh, guys, this is a really, I think North Carolina is on the map. We are, we are here to play. And I want to commend Governor Cooper, Chris Chung, uh, Commerce Secretary Michelle Sanders. I'd like to bring her on this show, Nate, maybe in a few weeks. To talk about what's the secret sauce? How is my, how is North Carolina? But anyway, yeah, Apple is coming, and it's going to impact us all, but in a good way. You brought up a topic that I'm uh, interested to hear what your response is as a town councilman. I'm sure you talk about these things all the time. But as this company comes and uh, more companies come as well and more people move to the area, we deal with the cost of housing. And one thing I hear a lot is we need to increase affordable housing or uh, subsidized housing, which – is interesting for people in my situation because I'm not uber wealthy. I can't go buy a million dollar house, but I'm also too wealthy to qualify for affordable housing. So I'm in this middle ground that seems to be being pushed out of the area. How does a town work with that? And see, we're doing that exactly. I mean, first of all, let's commend the other towns like Apex. Mayor Jacques Gilbert is one of my friends. Carrie, uh, Jacques Gilbert from Apex. Carrie, they've invested a lot of their money in affordable housing. Uh, the Wake County, I want to give them a, a shout out. I mean, they're investing a lot in affordable housing programs at the county level, right? So you've hit the nail. And Morrisville, we didn't approve funding in this year's budget, but we are working on executing and implementing an affordable housing plan. But it's that target that we're saying. Some people say we don't have an affordable housing issue. Well, that's simply not true. You have first responders, firefighters, police, teachers, right? And young workers who want to have a little bit of a kickstart so they're not paying more of their income on housing. And prices have been going up. Uh, and um, and so it's important. And I think you, you, you know, younger people like you who are working could be encouraged to move in to the area, to have affordable housing, to make you know, invest more of the money that you're making. These are high-paying jobs. So I think it's critically important that we develop affordable housing policies and that we partner and collaborate with developers on out-of-the-box thinking on how we do it. In Morrisville, we're looking at down payment assistance and other programs, Habitat for Humanity, a lot of their own nonprofits. 
as the son-in-law of veterans to our United States Air Force, and I would do a lot of stuff for veterans, I think we should have veteran housing. I don't think anyone that serves this country should be homeless. And I think that there are organizations that do that. So uh, anyway, Nate, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity, and um, I want to give a shout-out on it, And but it's important. And, and uh, we need schools, we need infrastructure, we need housing, and we need the jobs, 3,000 coming soon to the uh, Triangle area. It's a good bit of jobs. It's a lot of jobs. you got to also question as well, because recently we've seen tech jobs being lost. I wonder if the 3,000 stays. I wonder if that number is consistent. There will be new jobs around AI. I mean, I think that uh, it's an opportunity for us to recreate, to innovate, right? Uh, You're seeing a lot of startups. Even John Chambers a couple of months ago texted me that, you know, AI is accelerating at at unbelievable rates, but there's going to be a lot of opportunities for startups who can leverage AI or how your job or even you and I, I'm a part-time media guy now, how is AI going to affect us? You know, we talked to Deborah Ross, our congresswoman, that there's going to be regulation. Uh, I'm writing my city council newsletter sometimes now in GPT, and it's nice to have your legs up, propped up, and sit back and you see something writing itself, you know? But, but you miss the ability to express yourself. So I only do that for like, you know, things I'm writing about research on history and stuff. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, interesting stuff. We have a few more local things we want to talk about uh, around the corner. Just one more segment with Steve Rao. It really does fly. Uh, but first, you did want to mention something about, uh, before we go to traffic, uh, Juneteenth coming up here. It's a new federal holiday, or one of the newer ones that we have. Yeah, it's a federal holiday. Uh, President Biden declared it a freedom. It's also known as Freedom Day. Uh, and uh, I just want, you know, we have a Juneteenth event in Morseville on tomorrow, June 10th, at the Cedar Fork Community Center. It starts at like noon. We're going to have a lot of history about Shiloh, our black community of Morseville, uh, the free slaves that mined tobacco crops and did wonderful things in Morseville and uh, created their own religious and entrepreneurial community. But uh, just for, the, I'll end on this. It's a historical holiday. Juneteenth is June 19th, 1865, when the Union armies in Galveston, Texas, were notified, I think by an officer named Granger, uh, that um, they were free. And it had taken a while for the message to get out to Texas, two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. But also, some slaveholders and plantation owners just didn't want to change and free their slaves. So um, it's a big day. It's Freedom Day. And then what happened after 1865 was that it started going out to different cities and people would leave Texas and they started enjoying their lives of freedom. But we have a lot of work to do. But still, I'm glad that we're um, addressing race issues. But uh, it's a great holiday. And I'm I'm really glad that anyone around the country, you you can just Google a Juneteenth event, go learn about it. And I went to the African-American History Museum in Washington with my daughter a few weeks ago the Smithsonian one. And I tell you, that's a really great museum. So anybody should go to Washington. There's so many great museums in D.C. Uh, you and your wife should go and check them out. Yeah. No, I've been to like half of them. It's great. great. I've been to D.C. a bunch of times. you got to like schedule a day to go to some of those places. Yeah, it yeah. really is. We did four hours and I met some families that had been there for like three or four days. They just went for one week. Yeah. To do the one museum. Yeah, it's possible. It sounds crazy when you think about it, but it's very. Once you get there, you realize you can spend forever there. Right. Juneteenth certainly one of the most important days in American history. Finally, getting recognized as a federal holiday.